Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Christian Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we show that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Here is your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 18 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green. This is Season 1 with our involvement with the Scattered Abroad Network of Podcast. I'd encourage you to go to our website, scatteredabroad.org, and there you can find podcasts for each day of the week that will aid you in your walk with Christ. Today we have a special guest, Daniel Webster. He's going to help us out with our continued series for the love of preaching. Daniel, it's good to have you on the podcast today. Hey, it's good to be here, man. Thanks for inviting me on. No problem. Daniel is the host of our special podcast that airs on the second and fourth Sunday of each month, the Bible Storming Podcast. Would you like to say a couple things about that podcast before we get started? Absolutely, yeah. So it's it's a podcast that that's about an idea that I'm really passionate about, which is talking with each other just brainstorming through the Bible, which is where I got the idea for the title, Bible Storming. Uh, just brainstorming through scripture and theology and spirituality and just trying to think about the really deep things of scripture and trying to, trying to think through them in a way that just makes sense to everybody. So that's really my goal with the podcast. And um, in, the, in the first season, we're just talking about God and talking about his existence and his different attributes, different just different things, whatever we can come up with, talk about God. So I'm really excited for that and just really enjoying it so far. And, you know, we'll love it for anybody who wants to to tune in and, and listen. Outstanding. So that's the, the Bible Storming podcast on the second and fourth Sunday of each month at scatteredabroad.org. Well, you want to tell me a little bit about yourself, Daniel, before we get started? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh... I'm the associate slash youth minister at the Mabelvale Congregation in Little Rock, Arkansas. And so I'm, I just, I love that. That is, you know, that is just, my, just about the favorite thing about my life is, is just being the associate and, and youth minister there and getting to, to work with people on a daily basis and grow closer to them and, and try to grow closer to God together. And uh, so I'm originally from Alabama, and that's where all of my family lives still, except for me. Grew up in the church, as, as we say, and, and never really questioned about what I was going to do with my life, I guess. I ended up going to the Memphis School of Preaching and graduated last year, 2020. And so I've been here in Mabelvale about four months now, and I'm just, I'm loving it. And, you know, there's just nothing that I would rather do with my life. Good deal. Is your dad Alan? Yes. Yes. Alan Webster, who works with uh, House to House, Heart to Heart, polishing the pulpit, many things like that. So, Right. And um, as far as, you know, living in Little Rock, I, I love the state of Arkansas, especially Little Rock West. Uh, there's some beautiful places uh, in the mountains of Arkansas there. Oh, yeah. Have you been to, like, Pinnacle Mountain, stuff like that? I haven't been to Pinnacle Mountain, but I've been to, to Petty Jean, and I've been up oh, to yeah. the Buffalo River area, Hot Springs. Uh -huh. uh, there's there's lots of beautiful places in Arkansas. Man, I'm so excited! I've been to, I've been to Hot Springs, been to Pinnacle. I'm really excited to get to go to like Petty Jean. I've heard great things about that. Great things about Buffalo River. So. Right? Yeah. yeah it, man. You definitely like, got it. That's, that's right up my alley. <laughs> definitely, you got to check all those places out. Well. Sure. 
I want to uh, start with with the main questions by defining preaching and talking about why is preaching needed. Hmm. I like that question because to most of the world, preaching really is just about the most unnecessary thing. <laughs> when you think about it, most of the world could not care less whether there are preachers, whether there is preaching going on. That's just not something that the world thinks about, cares about, desires. But that's not how God thinks about it, which seems crazy, right? Like It seems wild that God would care whether or not there are, there are men, <laughs> not, not prophets, not, not his son being here on earth, but just men who talk about the Bible, who, who proclaim his message. It, it seems crazy that, that that would be entrusted to us. But what an honor it is that, that it has been. And I, I just, I, I, that's one of the things that gives me the most purpose in life, I guess, is that God has entrusted his message in, in, in at least some sense to us, to, to preachers, to proclaim to the people of the world. And I'm not sure if that totally answered your question. I kind of forgot what it was. I got on that little soapbox. No, it does. It, it reminds me of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. God has That's chosen... exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. God has chosen the foolishness of preaching in the world sense. They think it's foolishness, but it's actually the wisdom of God. And it's, what's, it's what leads to salvation of men's souls. So I definitely appreciate you bringing that out. And, and you and I and, and all the other guys that scattered abroad and, and countless other men are privileged to be able to stand stand up in a pulpit each Sunday and on Wednesday nights and, and proclaim the word. So it's definitely a wonderful, wonderful thing. Right. I mean, like Paul said in Romans 10, you know, how shall they hear without a preacher? Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's got to be that, that proclaimer, I guess, of God's word to God's people. For sure. So what prompted you, Daniel, to, to get into preaching? You know what? That's... People, when you're a preacher, people will ask you that pretty regularly. And for me, that's always been kind of a tough question because I've never really questioned whether, like when I was growing up, I never really questioned whether or not I wanted to be a preacher. I just kind of knew like that that's what I wanted to do. I've always kind of felt like I was, in, in a lot of ways, made for it, just in terms of what it being like what I'm comfortable with, you know? And so I grew up around, like like you, you talked about how my dad is a preacher. Uh, several family members are preachers. So I've been around that job, that, that lifestyle, I guess, my entire life. So, I, yeah, I just never really questioned it. It's just always been what I wanted to do, to do with my life. It's interesting because, uh, and I've mentioned this with Caleb in this series as well, and, and also with Michael Clark, uh, kind of a, a legacy of preachers in the sense that You've got family members for multiple generations now that, that were preachers. And one thing that Caleb mentioned when, when I recorded uh, the, the podcast with him is that uh, he was kind of resistant to it at first because everybody expected that he would be a preacher growing up because of his dad yeah. and his granddad. But then other uh, preacher's sons and grandsons, it, they just kind of can't wait to, to reach that age when, when, all right, it's my turn to preach. So I guess you kind of fall in that camp. Yeah, I would say I would say that's definitely closer to what I, my experience was. Right. I, I think everybody, to some extent, feels like what Caleb was talking about. You know, you, you don't you don't want to feel taken for granted. You know, like you're 
you're going to have to do this with your life just because everybody wants you to do that. And I think to some extent, people, when you're a preacher's kid and you're well, a preacher's son specifically, a lot of the times people will look at you and, and almost expect you to do that with your life and be disappointed if you don't. And so I relate to that. Like, I think every, everybody who's been in that situation probably has felt at least some of that. But yeah, for me personally, I just, I, that's always been what I wanted to do. Well, I'm glad you got into it and uh, I enjoy listening to your podcast and I know you're doing a good work there in, in Little Rock. Oh man, that, that podcast, it's, it's great for like right before bedtime. It's you, <laughs> right. you ready for sleep. <laughs> Hey, I don't know about that. It might uh, get you thinking and uh, make it where you can't go to sleep because you can't stop thinking about the word. So good job. Yeah, good job with that. So I want I want you to uh, now transition to preaching school. And, and you went to Memphis. And in fact, all of all of us at the Scattered Abroad Network at this point uh, have went to Memphis School of Preaching. And I want to ask you about your experience in preaching school. Yeah, so I went to MSOP in June of 2018, I was 17. I I graduated high school the year before, and I worked that year in between to save up to buy uh, buy a car and just have some money saved up for moving out of my own. And so then I moved and and like it was the first time I had lived anywhere besides my parents' house. So it was a you know big transition time for me. And honestly, just the two years when I was in Memphis from June of 2018 to June of 2020 were the most transformative years of my life. And I think in the best sense where Memphis, the the Memphis school of preaching really just changed my life completely. Like it didn't change what I wanted to do with my life in the sense of, I always knew I wanted to be a preacher, but I think it changed why I wanted to do that. And and in so many ways, how I wanted to do that. So, yeah, MSOP just absolutely changed my life. It was the best two years of my life to this point. And um, I'm not, I don't see that changing anytime soon. And I'm actually going through Amherst University right now as well to, to get a degree in ministry slash Bible. So I'm kind of going through preaching school in some ways again. And, it, and it's great as well. But, yeah, just studying the Bible every day whether it's at Memphis or at another school like Amridge or, or another preaching school. It's just something that you can't go through and come away the same. You know, like there's no way to encounter God, if, if we can say that, in that sense, every day and not be changed by it. Yeah, and, and it's, that's just such a wonderful thing. That deep, meaningful way that we get to in, in preaching school with, with studying God's Word so much. Can, right. can I ask you, uh, I haven't asked any of the other guys this in this series, but in case anybody's wondering, can you explain how preaching school support works? Because there may be somebody uh, out there thinking, you know what, well, how in the world could I financially uh, be able to go to preaching school? Could you kind of briefly explain that for us? Sure, yeah. So I can't speak for every preaching school, but I know that at least for Memphis, you you're in class for six hours a day on top of a 30-minute chapel service every morning. And then you have homework for, you know, when you're done with school. And I know that sounds scary. And it, it definitely, if you're not used to being in school, that's a life adjustment. But I think it's, in so many ways, the best kind of life adjustment where you're building a life around God. But I say that to say that 
with that time commitment, you really don't have time to to work another job or anything like that to support yourself. So what students do is, like you said, they get support from different churches, different individuals, different Christians. And that support comes in on like a monthly basis and churches or individuals will send that money to the school. And then the school will give you a check every month to help you, you know, survive. Right. <laughs> to help the money to help you just, you know, have food and, and all that kind of, all the, all the good stuff that comes along with, with living. And, um, so that's like, it's, it's, it's really, it's a scary thing when you're trying to raise support. But it's one of those things that if you just you have faith and you act on that faith and just wait for God's timing, wait for the timing of his people, because sometimes they procrastinate. Right. And, uh, and we can definitely relate to that. <laughs> but that's one of those things that it just seems like it always takes care of itself if you are willing to make that leap. Absolutely. And, and we can send out letters to look for supporters and maybe visit congregations and preach for them. And then they'll right. they'll support you. And the school helps, too. They'll They'll help. You know, sit down and, and do a budget, and uh, also they'll they'll help sometimes find supporters for you if you're having a hard time with that. So, I, yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you mentioning that because I, I thought you know there may be somebody listening to this series for the love of preaching and saying you know what I'm going to go to preaching school, uh, but they're they're trying to figure out the financial logistics of that. So I wanted to right. mention that real quick. Well, we've got about six or seven minutes left, and uh, with the time that we have remaining, I've got a couple more questions for you. If a brother in Christ were to ask you whether or not you would recommend going into preaching, what would you tell him? I think that's uh, my first reaction is that that is a tough question. And and it might not seem like it, but I don't think preaching is for everybody. Like, I, I don't think that's that's a life choice that every man should make at every point in his life. Because something that I think is, is not talked about enough in preaching schools and in circles of preachers is that sometimes, and this is going to sound really weird, but may, maybe maybe you've had the same experience as I have, and maybe not. Maybe I'm, I'm just making this up. But in my experience with, with different preachers and in my life, Sometimes it's harder to be a Christian in preaching school and even in a life of preaching outside of school. It's harder to be a Christian in those circumstances than in others. And I know that sounds really weird, but just like for a minute, let me explain what I mean. So when you when you're so focused on studying like in school, when you're so focused on studying for tests, which have to do with the Bible. You, you can become so focused on grades and on succeeding for yourself in that kind of atmosphere that you, you can lose sight of why you're really there. And I think that that's such an easy thing to happen to, to people because, because we, we want to succeed, right? <laughs> we right. want to get that recognition, at least to some extent, of succeeding in school, succeeding in life. So I don't think it's for everybody. Like, I think you have to be at the right point in your life where you you are being a Christian. You're living the Christian life, truly, not just 
checking off the boxes of I go to worship on Sundays and Wednesdays and I give this much and I go to the, you know, I go to like at least one event every month outside of worship, like not just checking the boxes, but actually wanting to be closer to God and wanting to be his person, wanting to glorify him with your life. And I don't, I don't know if that specifically actually is the point where you should want to go to preaching school or want to go into preaching. But I think that's something that, that is just important to keep in mind that I think preaching is absolutely the best thing that a man can do with his life in, in almost every circumstance. But I think also with, with that position, with that opportunity comes, comes tremendous responsibility of being God's man and not just preaching his word from from an empty life where it, you don't actually live what you say. It, it comes a tremendous responsibility of being or trying and wanting to be what, who and what God wants you to be every day. So I would say that, in short, preaching is absolutely the best thing that any guy can do with his life in almost, in almost every situation. But also, it's something that no one should embark on just lightly. Like, you know, you need to think about how important the work is and what kind of position you're going to be putting yourself in, in front of people and that kind of thing, where you just, you really need to, to do what's right because you or want to do what's right because you can really hurt the church and, and hurt God's cause if true. you are not prepared That's true. for that kind of responsibility. In the words of uh, Spider-Man's uncle, with great power comes great responsibility. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you've got to be spiritually mature. You, you've got to have this deep love and concern for the souls of men. And uh, your faith's got to be developed because preaching's wonderful, but there's also uh, a lot of uh, hard knocks that you take in preaching, too. <laughs> and yeah. I think every preacher knows sure. that. So you've got to have a faith that's developed enough that you can handle that. And when you get knocked down, uh, you get back up again. So I definitely agree and, with you there. And we like we you don't have to be perfect. Like no preacher is perfect. Absolutely not. And like that's you know, I feel like that's important to point out. Like that's not what we're saying. But you have to want to do what's right. I think that's the biggest thing. You have to have the heart to, you know, right. to want to glorify God and Absolutely. grow closer to him. Absolutely. Well, we've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, what advice do you have for someone who's thinking about going into preaching? In a minute and a half, I would say the number one thing is just kind of what we've been talking about. Just if you're thinking about going into preaching, there, there's a lot of practical things that you can do, like studying different preachers and, you know, just studying on your own and, and that kind of thing to prepare for that. But I think if you had to pick one thing, it would have to be that before you can get up there and proclaim God's message, you have to be God's man. That that If you had to pick one thing, I think that would be it. Just try to be more like Jesus every day. And if you do that, I think you're going to make a tremendous preacher. Excellent advice. Uh, I agree 100%. Well, Daniel, I appreciate you for being on the Everyday Christian Podcast today. It's been a pleasure, and I think you've really given us a, a lot to think about. Uh, especially those who are listening to this who who think they might be interested in, in going into preaching. So I, I appreciate you very much. 
Oh, thanks so much for having me on, man. No problem. Well, next week we will continue this series for the love of preaching. And I hope that you'll join us next week for the Everyday Christian Podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.